Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peacock Suite. Hello, hello. Uh, we're here and we're doing a bit of a bit of a low key episode, a bit of a chill episode. It is, as we're you could probably we're tell. We're not clustered around the table like we usually are, <laughs> uh, peering into our devices, looking at Wikipedia articles. No, we're lounged about Zane's comfortable apartment studio. We're literally on opposite sides of the room. <laughs> we're we're uh, all in, we're it's all in, crazy. We're in different chairs. We're just we're lounging. We've got the microphones in our arms, like we're sort of professional interviewers or whatever because it is a bit of a different environment this episode it is we're gonna, uh, it, it, it's welcome to behind the scenes unfeatured articles inside the the unfeatured articles studio yes as we like to call it yes 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 uh, because we've got a bit of a, a bit of a we got news a happy but a b- yep. bit of a sad announcement don't we Jane bittersweet bittersweet um, and that is that Riley McNamara is dead he is no longer with us he's dead man uh, Riley uh, has gone on to a better place as we like to say here it's true yes Sydney oh Oh, oh, oh. Did Do you, you hear that? Do you, I think the spirit of Riley yeah, has wow. joined well, us. It's in like the he's studio. still with us. It's Ooh. like he's. <laughs> this is a strong bit. This is a strong Great. bit. I love this. Now, of course, Riley isn't dead, but. Cut no. the jazz. Cut the, Cut jazz. the jazz. No more jazz. <laughs> no more Let's jazz. get into this hard chat. Uh, Riley, Cut what's going on? Jazz. Buddy, what's happening? Can you tell us what's happening. Tell us and the adoring 30 people who listen um, to my co hosts. My yes, wonderful, beloved co-hosts, my fantastic producer Zane, and the thirty um, <laughs> that aren't my family. That's just, that's just a that's just a guesstimate. But. The f- rough guess. Yeah, um, I am moving now to Sydney, uh, living behind beautiful Brisbane for a little while, while I go off to study at NIDA. What is NIDA? NIDA is a little, uh, just a little. Little, little indie studio, yeah, a little, little like indie acting, studio acting school, acting school, you know. Like, mm. No, it's mm. only the fucking National Institute of Dramatic Arts. Do you yes. know who's on the board at NIDA? Some, Tell me, like you that. go fucking weaving. Yeah, he is. He's on the board. He's man. on the he's board. Just like, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be best friends with Riley. Riley's paperwork came across their desk probably, and Hugo Weaver's like, yeah. Hugo Weaver's seen your name, seen your face. He's probably <laughs> seen your face, man. He's probably looked at you and just gone, "That's a traditionally handsome man." I want to know that man," said Hugo Weaving, <laughs> as Elrond. <laughs> As, yeah. I must travel into Mordor mm. with to Riley McNamara. With Riley McNamara and his beautiful beard. I, <laughs> I am Hugo Weaving. Man. <laughs> That's my Hugo Weaving. It was good. It was good. Thank I'm you. Back I'm back uh, so yeah, unfortunately, this is this is going to be our last episode with Riley for a while. Yeah, this is the last hurrah. Yeah, which is a little yeah. little sad. Which Might is why we're featured articles. Yeah, I'm cancelling it. Yeah, it's right over. now. It's over. Nah, I'm joking. Of course, we're going to continue. I've got Not for we anybody are. listening, but for us, we will at the end of this episode. We'll kind of brief you guys on where what we'll be doing moving forward. But for now, we figured we'd have a nice chill finale episode for Riley. 
uh, go over some of the highlights, do a bit of interviewing, just yeah. have a chat with Riles. Talk about talk about some of the yeah the best bits of Riley McNamara, the best bits of unfeatured articles. Yeah. Talk about get, get into some like um, backstory, of, not not backstory, but like um, like stuff we do around town. Like it's not just going to be a, a pure unfeatured articles episode today. It's going to be more of a uh, welcome to the acting industry and the and the creative industry <laughs> in yeah. Brisbane. Who are we if not the <laughs> acting we, industry? The voice of the industry. Yeah, yeah the voice of the industry. Um, <laughs> Riley, if I may Hello. start us off on this, please, please. this informal interview, uh, when I first, or when, yeah, when, when, when you were first approached about this project, this new podcast, uh, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts initially? Um, that's a that's a good question. I yeah. don't I don't know. I obviously had spent a lot of time with you boys. We'd just been. I think we just finished doing a show. Probably, have probably a December show. Well, this was a, this was the end of last end year of last where year. James yeah. kind of came to me with the idea and then I yes. had a conversation with Zane and then we all kind of had a meeting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We were going, we want to do a Wikipedia-based uh, podcast where we talk about weird, stupid, in-depth episodes. Yeah. Uh, and thus, Unfigured Articles was born. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, we just come off doing three Good Time Boys shows. Yeah. Because oh, we did The Extravaganza. Yes. With Vinnie Carver's Fresh Blood Festival. Woo. Uh, and then we did uh, two Shout independent shows at the New Globe last year. We did uh, Get yeah, Amongst that's, It that's and right. uh, Don't Drink the Eggnog. Don't drink the eggnog. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's right. my favorite. We did eggnog. <laughs> we, we did have. the eggnog. Uh, no um, one drank the eggnog, thank God, because thank there goodness. was the the story reason was that there was cum in it. Yes. They heeded Sorry. our warning, which was lovely of them. <laughs> Yeah, um, very nice. But yes, you'd spent a lot of time with us. I spent a lot of time with you. somehow wanted to spend more. I yeah. didn't. I had grown so attached to you boys, I couldn't fathom, I couldn't fathom spending us. time apart. Sure. Um, and like who who doesn't enjoy jumping on Wikipedia and just finding the weirdest shit yeah. and like just having a look, having a read? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was... It's fun. I, think that's, I, I, I was think excited. I think that's what we were trying to capture when we were like yes. the, the essence of the deep dive. Yeah. Which we yeah. do, like, I, I re- do I reckon so we often. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was doing one the other night. I, I went... I was on Wikipedia again. Oh, I'm no. always on Wikipedia. I'm <laughs> always learning not. more. It's, it's his homepage. Yeah. <laughs> My homepage, yeah. <laughs> I got back into Knights of the, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO recently. Oh, and nice. I've just been nice. powering through content after content but anyway enough about my <laughs> sad personal life um, yeah really so buddy yeah we we obviously do comedy together all three of us yes. with uh also yep. with alex smith from my song suck and a bunch of the guests we've had on over the season sam webb uh, Jimmy cannon um but uh for the for and for for anyone who who maybe uh, isn't isn't familiar with that i can't imagine there's a lot of you because we talk about we it. We do talk about the good too times. Much. We talk about yeah. it so much. But um, yeah, when I, when I first came up to you and I was like, hey man, so Drew and I have got this this um, this um show about these three old old invigilators at a uni exam <laughs> um, and, and they, they do cocaine and stuff um, and they're just to try and catch people out cheating. What was your, what was your reaction when you first like thought about that concept slash read the script? Because- Little backstory. I originally that show was originally going to be a forty-five minute long, just that show. Yeah, we just cut it down to twenty, and then we did three other shows as well. Three other small plays. That's right. But that was originally like an hour long, fucking escapade on that on that show. So like, whoa! When I when I came to you with the good time boys, like fucking, I don't think at that time the three of us were like, yeah, sketch comedy. That's where we're gonna kind of yeah. Well, I had our teeth for the next year. 
I hadn't met Riley at that point. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just what what do you think? Yeah, what, did you, what what made you jump on board with my weird fucking Well, like we we done we done stuff with the uh, the miscreants. It's true. Um, we yeah. we had worked together, and before that, we were uh, we brought Anzac Bickies to life on the uh, beloved Brisbane Arts. Theater we did. Stage. We did bring Anzac Bickies um, to life. That was that was a time. That was a fun time. Um, That's where you and I met, actually. Yeah. Twenty fifteen, yeah, we did an Anzac show because that was the beginning of the uh, centennial for the uh, yeah. right. hundred years of World yes. War One. Yep. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a personal personal story by by a very um, well known and well beloved uh, Brisbane author. Um, whose name I cannot remember. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Paul Sherman. Paul Sherman was his name. Who yes. sadly passed away not long after we. Yeah. Oh shame. We so finished, um, yeah. it was it was very nice that we got to get up his his work up on yeah, stage and that yeah. he was able to see it. I and assume. he he was yeah. uh, he what? wasn't able to get in to see the show, but we recorded it for him and we oh, sent nice. it to him. And he was and he sent a number of dear friends and family. Lovely. Because it was about his um his great aunt and his yeah, great his, uncle. His wasn't great it? Yeah. His great auntie Zita. Huh. Aunt Zita. Yeah. Played by Sasha Barclay. Sasha Bark, shout out to Sasha Barclay. Woo. Shout out to Sasha. Uh, she was, she was, she was good. She always a good fun. Yeah. Um. And yeah, yeah. We Riley, Riley, myself, and uh, Matt McAnally. Yeah. From the Miscreants, who who now works for Shake and Stir. Actually, yes, that's right. Uh, touring all over Queensland. Um. Yeah, we play these three soldiers, and we just uh like we really formed this like really cool friendship behind the scenes. I think nice. and it was like this yeah. camaraderie, and it was like in the in the real spirit of what. I think the greatest thing that we kind of celebrate about the Anzacs uh, is. Mm. Um, so it was a lot of fun, and we just, we just, we we got, we clicked each other with our humor so well. Yeah. I think it was just, we were just so stupid, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I was ni- I was nineteen at the time. Riley was twenty. Yeah, we were we were but babbies, <laughs> we babbies, but mere babes. <laughs> so um, young. And so from there to, well, I guess to miscreants to good time boys. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. Well, the miscreants was a lot more. That was. A lot more horrific. They, yeah, they, they brand themselves as horror comedy now. That was, right, just, that was yeah. just balls to the wall, like absurdism. The, absurdism, just like the most fucked up stuff that could possibly be put Hel- to pen. Hilarious. Mm. Hilarious. Like, we, we loved every minute of it. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and then I think with, with the Good Time Boys, because Drew Buchanan was in, involved in that as well. Yes. And Drew and I, obviously, we clicked as well. And we, we started our company and we started writing stuff together. Mm. Um, and I think what we kind of took from that was we we dialed down a little of the um the horrific kind of confronting nature of a lot yeah, of the history yeah. and stuff, and just really played up the stupid stuff. Mm. I think that's what we bring to like all of our stuff, and unfeatured articles as well. It's yeah. just us being fucking stupid. Just yeah, some silliness. Like the tractor episode. <laughs> that, that was the very good. Tractor episode. Was, yeah, loved well, the tractor episode. I was excited for that one. I I <laughs> yeah. It's it's. I think that uh, one of the one of the best things about the Good Time Boys is like this brand of comedy of like regaling in the minutia yeah. of just like, you know, it's a bloody exam invigilator, yeah. but yeah. there's this whole world there. And, this you know, is, yeah. it's the the lift at the, you know, where of what's the... Oh, the Kennard Self-Storage Centre and And just <laughs> indulging in that sort of small detail. The canon. And just, and just yeah, and the just canon. creating this whole world out of that. That, I feel, is is... Something that is is pretty universally funny of just like I think, yeah, yeah. I know. think that's what we do in this as well. I think we 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 like to indulge in the world building yeah a lot because we always we, we whenever whenever something weird comes up we go hang on wait a second yeah yeah come back with that exactly <laughs> let's go in yeah. deeper into that and then we yeah, meme yeah. on that for like five ten minutes yeah and I've I really enjoyed like engaging with these things that are so yeah odd I don't know what 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 
Riley, I guess to bring it back into our uh, interview with Riley, um, what has been your favorite style of of article that we've brought up? Because there's like there's there's the different there's like the you know oddly specific or just like the weird, just weird. you know, or yeah. like the this is something we knew about but yeah. like an area of it we never knew. I don't know. I think they all have their own merits. Yeah. Um, I, the, there's definitely different parts that I enjoy of um, of each different kind, and it depends what it is as well. Like, um, and, and there was a couple of list articles that we did, like yeah, a couple of lists yeah. of stuff. I um, thought at the beginning that those list articles were going to be the bread and butter of what we did. Yeah, like yeah. I thought it was just going to be list after list after list. Yeah. there's so fucking many of there's them. So many. Um, but I, I, I think I prefer I, if I had to pick one. It would just be the really odd, like just way out of left field, specific, yeah. like um, the red the red paperclip. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That one. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um. The another another one. The Icelandic Philological Museum. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was a that was a uh, the professor one. who started a dick museum. <laughs> what a c- I have such a special place in my heart for that man. That guy. Yeah. What that a legend. Guy. And then um. I am pretty proud of this one because I brought it into the table. But Bone Wars, Bone Wars, I Bone love Wars. Like, winner, of, I, winner I know, of season one. I, like, yeah. I, know, I know it won. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, so but it yeah, won for a reason. I Flex. won, guys. So just yeah. cop that. All right. Um, but like that—that's just the kind of thing that, that, like, I feel like it won because that's exactly what we were setting out to try and find. Yes. Yeah. Like what yeah. we were trying. Well, to, I think that's what the thing. We were trying James, to bring. James and I liked. I think we bring. We like to bring in the real, just stupid, funny ones. Yeah, oh, I've brought in some dumb stuff. Oh, you've brought in you've some, brought some very fantastically dumb stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but you've also you also brought in, I think, because at the at the end in the final four, three of them were yours. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, we didn't see that coming. In no, the first we didn't few see episodes, that coming. Did we? But I think, yeah. and then we when it kind of happened, we kind of realized that, like, yeah, you'd been bringing in these these ones that were just so so stupidly memorably specific yeah like and once, i remember bone wars for the rest of my life yeah and i think that like the some of the best stuff that you've brought has been stuff that like goes beyond the title if you know what i mean like yeah. there are there are some articles that we brought that like you read the title of it and like that's the whole like that's thing the of it but i think with stuff like bone wars and like the greenwich time lady yeah. it's like it, these are stories you know these mm. are Completely in depth that we got invested in, you know things that we yeah, <laughs> yeah. People, people we got invested in. Um, I'm still waiting for Lynn Manuel Miranda to write that Bone Wars musical. Yeah, there's there better be one. And the guy who who didn't exist was that you? Did you? Oh, bring yeah, that yeah. One? George B. Burnham. Yeah, yeah. No, George B. Burdell. Burdell. Burdell yeah. yeah. Um, stuff like that, where it's just kind of like you read that name at the title of an article. Because what what I'm when I'm searching, I'll look for like. Strange titles, you know, yeah. or I'll look yeah, for, like, you know, articles that like catch my eye. Yeah. But I think stuff like, yeah. 20 weirdest Pedell Wikipedia articles blah, blah, blah. on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, you, you, you find your lists of the 20 weirdest Wikipedia articles. And you bring them in each you week and you in. win like seven in a row and yeah. then you don't win anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lesson we had to learn. We all learned that lesson. Um, yeah. No, I, I think that that speaks to the merit of your ability to not, to, to look past like, Okay, that's a funny article, but there's actual substance to it, you know. Yeah, you brought some bangers. Look at how good you're Jeez. doing. Look at, how, Look at how proud of you you are, my Aww. son, my boy, my, my boy, guy. <laughs> my it. son, my boy. Stop it. Yeah, 
But um, we've done many good things. We haven't just done comedy stuff, have we? Riley and I, we, I so. we've collaborated on, as we said, we did Anzac Pickies, which was which was a wonderfully personal, um, yes. if slightly unfinished, but <laughs> uh, wonderful story that um, that happened in 2015. And we've done we've done a couple of things since then, haven't we? We did when the yeah. rain stops falling earlier this yeah. year. Yeah, we Ooh, did yeah. that. Jeez, that was only this year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, Still, well, last, last year now. Last year, now. it's 2019 but now. Welcome to 2019. Right. We're in the future. Uh, we're, we're in the future, future. that's right. Um, but it does, doesn't feel like it was... I know, That feels yeah. like so much longer ago than just a year. I think it was because it was such a... We had such a short turnaround. Yeah, we did. We had, sure. And we had to pull that. We had to pull that. Like, it was... I loved working on that show because I, I had... Uh, myself and Taylor Davidson, who was my co-director. Mm. We had such a fantastic cast yeah that were able to be so goddamn professional with a frankly quite um not not gripping um a conflicting uh script it's quite it's it deals with some pretty heavy subject matter yeah. sure sure and um for a bunch of like and it was and it was with underground productions who are a uni student society yes, right yeah. yeah that was one of the things that was said um in a couple of the reviews they were like it was slightly unbelievable that uh these these characters in their mid sixties were being played by twenty yeah. to twenty five roles, and I was like, you know, what, that's fair, but we had to, we had work, to work with what, with we, what had. we had. But uh, and I but I still think everyone did mm. exactly what they needed to do, and and yeah. still carried it off. And I yeah. word took home quite a few awards, didn't it? <laughs> oh, the uh, the undies. Uh, mate, we took home seven awards at the un- at the undies, the oh. uh, the underground productions. Was there any left for anyone else? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> uh, that's a question I wanted to ask about you two. What is I guess the difference between you two as co-hosts and you two in a director-actor relationship. Ooh, Were there any differences? Yeah. Was it like big question? Would, were you able to sort of maintain your your sort of you know friendliness and your friendship yeah. and bring that into the director-actor environment? I think I, I think that's how it worked. So yeah, well. like I think that's how we are able to do. Um, the kind of stuff we do, which is way more bantery, way more like in, yeah. in unfeatured articles, we, we banter, we hang shit yeah. on each other yes. a lot. Um, but in the rehearsal room, um, I think there was, there was one time, I think there was one time where you had to be like, Riley, sit down, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> that was when I had to tell everyone to sit down and shut the fuck mm. up. Cause it was like a week before we were going on. And I was like, we need to run this show. <laughs> um, and I need to block a scene that I, that I've been avoiding for like two weeks. But I think really what it comes down to is that like Riley and I, the thing, when you get up on stage with someone, when yeah. you perform with someone, you have to just intrinsically trust them. Sure. Especially in comedy. Because yes. there is a degree yeah. of impro- improvisation that needs to happen. Mm. And you need to be able to trust that other person to go. And like, I, I, I have the same with you. Like I know like if, like I know we, you're going to yes and me if, if, I, if yeah. I offer something. Um, and I think... That that does translate into a more serious, dramatic kind of um, and a direct director actor relationship because mm. I know I can trust Riley and I trust his acting ability. Yeah. So I know that I and I know how to talk to him. So yeah. I go, I go, I go. I need you to do this, this, and and you need to bring a bit more of this out. And Riley will just fucking like do it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you guys, you know, developing that friendship, you sort of have a language between you of yeah. this is what I actually mean. Sorry, a cat this. has just jumped up. Yeah, me. if you heard that in the microphone, in the ladies and gentlemen. Now. You are on the seat. I am on the 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 fifth seat, the the, the Nixie seat. Anyway, yes. yeah, sorry, James. Um, yeah, and I, I think that like that's what's been good about this podcast is that we 
come at it from people who are friends. Like we we enjoy yeah. each other's yeah. company and we are able to have that yeah. language with one another that we're you just, don't have we're to just feel reserved. Someone yeah. put microphones in front exactly, of us. Yeah, exactly. exactly that. Well, I think and there's there, there's there's an idea. Um, that I never really see put into practice, and but well, not that I never see put into practice, but the best examples are things that just fly in the face of it, which is that it's not a good idea to work with your friends, right? Uh, especially in an acting environment. But I, I absolutely disagree with that. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't think there's if if you're all if you're all actors mm. and you're all doing stuff together, like, and if I know when I, when so when so when I when I was directing when the rain stops falling, yeah. I knew that we weren't going to get enough boys. Sure. Because it was a show with five male roles and four female roles. Yeah. Um, and just like, just because of the nature of the, uh, it's a uni student company. Um, Four girls. And um, just, just unfortunate. And, and it happens in, um, in, in amateur, in amateur theater yeah. and professional theaters. You just, you tend to get, um, more women applying for roles, which, which just makes it all the more harder. Yeah. But I knew I didn't have enough boys. So I, yeah. I, I specifically said to Raleigh, and I said to you, I believe as well, yes, when, I, when, yeah. I, when I was, I was mid-audition, I think, and I was like, we don't have enough guys. I need someone to come in. Like, don't even, I said, don't even bother coming to the audition. Just come to the callback. Yeah, but yeah. then we ended up getting enough guys and I was like, yeah, whoops, nix that. Um, <laughs> but so I, sometimes I will just ask people to audition. Yeah. Um, and I asked my friends because I and and because I know, yeah, what they can do, and I know working with them, mm. I can relate to them on a level that I'm going to be able to get them to do what I need them to do. Yeah, yeah. like I could be working with the greatest actor in the world, but like if I didn't, if I didn't want to have a beer with him afterwards, yeah, or, or be with them, him him or her afterwards, like or just hang out with them, yeah, and talk to them about something that wasn't the show. Yeah, I it wouldn't. I don't think it'd be the same. No. Whereas I'm quite good at picking a cast who I can relate with, and therefore get the and that makes the process. Yeah, to easier. toot my own horn for a second, yeah. but I think my, one of my greatest skills is picking a cast that I can relate with. Yeah, and therefore we have that connection, so we can bring out the most of the character. Yeah, so to speak, and I think that's what why Riley and I. I can just I never have to work too long or too hard. With Riley or on Riley, like yeah. we always, we just we we get what needs to be done, and then I can trust that he's gonna get Got it done. That flow. I wrote a role for you. I remember uh, it I, was it was that was was Marcus, Marcus and Dylan. Dylan. That's yeah. right. Marcus and Dylan. That's right. Yeah. We haven't trotted. We haven't trotted uh, extra extra out. <sighs> it's a good script. I think that was a good great script. Show. Yeah, that was a fun show. Um, I so when I started writing for the Good Time Boys, um, I wrote this script. It was a like a fifteen minute play. Um, about these two guys in advertising. And when I was writing it, I, I wrote it with Riley in mind, with myself and Riley in mind, as these two sort of uh, main characters played off each other. These spin doctors. These, these spin doctors. Yeah. yeah. That was um, us. But yeah. And, and the reason for that, I think, is like I could see the dynamic in it. Because I think I think... You basically with anyone, you have this real dynamic of you are the guy with the the deep voice and the beard and the tall and the very charming. He's very uh, approachable. He's very it, approachable. Yeah, yeah, you know. Stop it, go on. Um, which I think I think plays in your favor. Mostly, I I sort of because your character was a bit of the straight man in yeah. ours. Yeah, I think like in 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 comedy, there there tends to be a. Uh, 
Yeah, in, in like it's Abbott and Costello. I think yes. we talked about it when we when you we did. had your we little. Did. There was a straight uh, man. There's a banana man. The banana man is the one who goofs up, and the straight man yeah. is the one who reacts to those goofs ups. Uh, my question is, uh, I wrote you as the straight man in that script. What do you prefer to play? I've played a lot of the straight man with the good time boys. Like yeah. almost exclusively the straight. I've man, noticed which, that, which is fine. Like I, it's it's a role that I feel I fit pretty comfortably in. Yeah, sure. Um, and it's always enjoyable to kind of. To kind of witness somebody else's being goofy and being fun, but yeah, yeah. I, I want to. I would like to. I suppose Nida will help out with this. <laughs> um, yeah, break out and be more of the banana guy, be more of the weird, goofy, yeah, dude who cocks things up a lot. Yeah. Well, Dream. I think we all kind of, we all kind of slot into our into the roles that we play the best. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes when we're casting shows, I think we we do we do go. Hang on. I think we we our first instinct is go who would be good as that yeah, yeah and we'll yeah, just go yeah. bang yeah but like sometimes we will think and we'll go um let's try and subvert, subvert expectations yeah there. and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't mm. but but like that's that's the whole thing like if if you're gonna put on a show um as we do with the good time boys like we put it on like we we put it on we pay to put it on we pay for a venue and whatnot yeah um and so you want to have the people who are gonna be strongest in the roles doing yeah, in those roles. roles yeah no that's um, fair. What's We're, your dream sort of archetype? What kind of character would you like to play? James Bond. Yeah, dude. I want to be the next Bond. Fucking yeah, hell, you'd be a good Bond. That's sick. Just, just like every fucking eight-year-old ever. <laughs> I want to be James Bond. Yeah, but you can actually um, do it. You could do it. Maybe. I don't know. Cut back on the beers. You're good to go, mate. <sighs> Jeez. You're I asking, didn't mean you're it asking, like that. You're I just asking a lot. You're have to go on a You're diet. asking a lot. <laughs> I mean, James Bond is now what? Sponsored by Heineken or was or something? He, uh, yeah, has been for the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. You know so what else Heineken sponsors? Get yeah. on fights in Iran. <laughs> That's just a hot topic that is yeah. absolutely true, that it's very political. And there it I is. might get Zane to cut that out. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do we want to? No, it's fine. Just keep it's going. Fast and loose. This is a very fast uh, and loose. Welcome to the episode. But. I think you could be the good, the first Bond with a beard. Because usually Don't Bond is clean shaven. It is true. Usually. Would you? Okay. Would I shave? I've seen you, I've seen you shaven. Yeah. I've seen you shave. It was for a role that you shaved, right? He uh, shaved for me. He did it for me. I don't think I did. I had, a, I had a beard. Oh, no, that's right. Because yeah, you and Kel had, had beards. You were beard yeah, boys. Because yeah. Kel was your daddy. You shaved yeah. for. Dad? Dad? Did you shave for Nat Geo? Uh, off. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Tell that story. Oh, uh, I don't want to. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Nat Geo, <laughs> National Ge- Geographic. Yeah, no, yeah, well, it yeah. wasn't. Oh. Um, one of my one of my friends who I went to school with, um, is now working as a producer for, um, Discovery Kids. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and there was same diff. Yeah, it's, it's all the same. same kind of thing. Um, and there was a she messaged me and she was like, "Hey, how you doing? Um, we need." a guy with some facial hair to come in for a little bit because we're doing a thing. Um, and I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. What what do you, what kind of facial hair do you need? Like, do I have to get weird? Um, <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, not too weird. Um, it's on chin strap penguins. So you need to do a chin strap. And for those at home who may not know what a chin strap is, it is a horrific, disgusting, fine. It, it's basically just um, beard that hugs your jawline. And like yeah. only your jawline. It's yeah. like it's like such a nineties beard style. It's like yes. Three quarters of a centimeter yeah. wide at most. And it literally just goes it's like but it's like as if you shave if you had a beard, shaved everything away but left one little stripe that goes he, all the way he. from one ear 
along your jaw, around your chin, up to the other ear. Mm. It's they're terrible. <laughs> um, so I had it for all of an afternoon, and I got home, looked in the mirror, and was like, "No, fuck that," <laughs> and shaved it off. Um, That's very funny. Yes, because I'm usually a bit of a beardy boy. You do like your beard, yes. and you do look good with a beard. It, when uh, did you start bearding up? Like, what? What? At what point in your life was like I can grow a good enough beard that I can just sustain this and look good with it? Yeah, true. I don't think. Yeah, you didn't wear it much in when in 2015 when we first met. No, because I I didn't have the testosterone. Didn't have the density. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Girl, then. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> when did the voice come in? I'm curious. Um, I I don't know. You don't know. I I can't pinpoint when it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the idea that. You like up until like up until like seventeen, you're just like, oh hey guys, how you doing? No, I'm Riley McNamara. <laughs> like, no, well, it, when I'm no I'm Riley McNamara, and I love birds. Seriously, <laughs> me. I love birds. Yeah, love birds. 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 Um, I, I definitely when I moved to Brisbane in at the start of grade ten, which was two thousand and. Are you not originally a, a Brisbane no, boy? No, I'm from Mil- I'm from Mildura, which ah. is a little town, Victoria. Huh. Uh, we grow a lot of grapes and a lot of oranges. Hey, all right. Um, if I have any grapes and oranges, and I, I know sell where to them go. both at my work, which I'm not going to name. Good. Stop, nice. stop myself. It is good. <laughs> um, so yeah, from Mildura, lived there till I was 12, then moved up to Toowoomba till I uh, lived there for two years and then moved to Brisbane after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't recall ever having, until I moved to Brisbane, like I didn't, I was never aware that I, had like a, a lower voice. True. Um, you then, just didn't know. No, I just I never picked up on it. And then when I got to um, when I got to Brisbane, just a lot of people would like pick up on it and like comment on it. It's something I've noticed actually. As Queenslanders, we tend to, and I say we. I've been here for fifteen. I'm I'm from New South Wales originally, but yeah, I've been here long enough to have picked up the grotty accent. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> and the terrible football. Um, <laughs> we do tend to speak up high. I That's, think, yeah. yeah. In terms of because everyone's like, oh, Australians don't have regional accents. We do. That is quite subtle. And I yeah. think the thing about Queenslanders is that we do kind of up here, that upper res- yeah. um, a little yeah. bit where like, yeah, a lot of people I know from Victoria, um. A lot more level, a lot more down nice. here kind of thing. Also, both my parents were newsreaders. Cool. So like, I didn't know this at all. Didn't what? you? Backstory. Yeah. Um, so mom, I said there wasn't going to be backstory, but there is. All right. So mum and my stepdad met um, in Mildura at um, Win News where they were both they were both reading the news. Like they were on cute. TV every night reading oh, news. Oh, cute. Local um, news or? Local news, yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, or like regional news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was all run out of Mildura there for kind of um, – that part of Victoria, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so they they have been like you know journalists and broadcasters and whatever else. So they just always spoke a bit more. They just always articulated a bit more. Sure. So I think I I picked up on that because I get a lot of people who are like, "Oh, you're British." Huh. I was like, "No, no, <laughs> I wish." More particular, with I wish. Your consonants. Do with the passport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any uh, eligible ladies? <laughs> Phone in now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, mum and dad used to read the news and that's why we moved up to Toowoomba because dad got a job reading up there. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I, um, they all moved up like two weeks before I did because I had a basketball tournament that I was playing Ooh, in. Ooh, nice. Um, 
back for Mildura, uh, my last tournament with them. How'd you go? Um, the last tournament before we, McNamara leaves the stage. We did all right. We I I don't remember where we placed, so it's obviously wasn't obviously, the most memorable one. Obviously, didn't place very high. No, um, but no, it was a good tournament. It was good fun. Um, but yeah, I, I distinctly remember getting into Brisbane. Um, year at, ten, did you like, say? Yeah, I moved to yeah. I moved to Brisbane in year ten. But when I moved up to Toowoomba, oh, right. I was in grade. I was going into grade eight. Mm. Um, and yeah, remember getting into Brisbane at like eleven o'clock at night when my flight got in. Um, got in the car, drove to Toowoomba, which was like an hour and a half, um, two hours. <coughs> and at the base of the Toowoomba range on this big, big piss off billboard yeah. was my dad's face. Oh, no <laughs> on this massive like 20 <laughs> meter hilarious. billboard. That's so um, funny. And then the next, incredible. Like, we drove down to Brisbane again a couple of weeks later and mum, like, you know, we'd pull over yeah. and mum made us take a picture with the big fucking billboard. Of course. Um, and then like, <laughs> A year and a half later, we were on holiday in the Sunshine Coast. We were up in Noosa. Yeah. And a bus drove past and it had dad's face on the oh, back of it. Oh, that's the best. Um, Toowoomba did, obviously, Toowoomba's news and also the Sunny Coast news. Sure. Um, so, yeah. What dad's, year was this? Uh, this was in Toowoomba, would have been 2007, 8, 9. Would you have been at the Sunshine Coast at that time? I would have been living in Noosa at the time. Travis McNamara was his name. Oh, the, oh the bloody. The, okay. The links. Yep. James Gear is broken. I know links. about Travis McNamara. Do you actually? <laughs> I actually fucking know about Travis this McNamara. This is amazing. That's my dad. Holy shit. This is incredible. That's my dad. This is insane. Solve the mysteries. That's incredible. Did he work with Livia? Sorry? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Livia Regano was a big uh, big personality on the Sunshine Coast. He, re- he read weather. Might have oh, okay. been the, uh, not the news oh, the channel, the yeah. Coast. Yeah, maybe not. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. Don't that's know. very yeah, funny. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, that's. The connections. Oh, yeah. Um, did you ever meet any, so through like your your parents and all that, did you ever meet any like quote unquote celebrities? Big names? Oh, not really. Like um, there was a couple of, I met a lot of basketballers because dad, um, down in Mildura, like dad was massively into basketball. He was on the board for, um, he was chairman, I think, for the Mildura Mavericks, which were the men's team down there. Yeah. Um, and so um, in doing that, when they'd get their, you know, they'd have their like semi-professional players and whatnot. Um, so there's a guy called Michael Kingma who plays for the Sydney Kings or did yeah. play for the Sydney Kings. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Latimer who um, played like, these are like not celebrities by any sure, means. Sure, sure. Um, but like but I, big I met boys. them and they were big basketball guys. Yeah, and nice. I thought they were pretty damn cool. Oh, I remember so playing. Cool. I remember playing Mario Kart with Michael Kingma no on my sixty four. <laughs> on on my sixty four, when I was like seven years old. That's a, that. Um, that would have been big. And then another guy who um, I can't remember his name, but he was Maddie someone who was a radio personality in Mildura, and he had a voice like oh yeah, like you just your stereotypical radio voice. Amazing. Yeah, like low and like um, very much like a, a sports announcer voice. Yeah, Great. Right. Um, but he was all of like five foot four. <laughs> he was tiny. Did um, not suit the voice. No, not at all. And the first time I met him, like I was just like, what? The this f- does not compute. What? <laughs> um, but that's probably the closest I ever got to meeting a like celebrity. Well, what? Well, in your in your lives, gentlemen, have you ever run into what you would call a quote unquote big name celebrity that one day we will be able to count you amongst? <gasps> oh yeah. I've met Riley McNamara. Yeah. Like who, like one day a kid's going to be like, I met Riley McNamara. Like who, who, who have you met? That's been like that. 
I'm at, you guys know, okay. Uh, are you guys on top of your play school hosts? Hosts sure, of man. the show play school? Absolutely. Uh, so Monica. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, me and my sister loved, it was Monica and George. They were our two favorite play school presenters. Yeah. And uh, Good friend of the podcast, Liz Kehoe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and I loved Monica and George. And one day uh, I would have been about like five or, or, or four or something. Um, but Monica was there. She was at like Carondale, one of the shopping centers. And we got to go in and she like signed our VHS tape of, of play school or whatever. And we met, we've got a photo of us and Monica from play school. So like, yeah. Uh, that's pretty I cool. think I have been a celebrity. So oh, like, yeah. that's, okay. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I met Ian McKellen in New York. Yeah, but I met Monica what? from Monica Actually, and George. Yeah, but I told so. you this before. I know you went. I knew you went and saw him. Yeah, so I saw Waiting for Godot with him and Patrick Stewart in yeah. New York. Yes, one probably the best piece of theater I've ever seen. Um, and afterwards, big queue, big queue up to to meet them afterwards and like get some signage and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Ian McKellen comes out first. I've never seen a more tired man in my life. Because <laughs> uh, that is a he man. He is it's like a, 75. He's 70. He was, when, when he was doing God, he was probably he like, been yeah, like 78. Yeah, it was five years ago. Yeah. So he was about 74, 75. Sure. Um, mammoth show. Yeah. Right? Um, huge show. Guy. Yeah. Uh, he played Vladimir. Yeah. Um, and he comes out and he's lovely and he's signing cards. And I get a Mum gets a picture with him. I get a picture with him. And while that's happening, uh, while I'm taking the picture, just this really, like, bless her heart, stereotypical American girl is just like, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, did you get my card? And Oof. without even, like, looking at her and he's looking down at uh, someone else's thing, he just goes, I get a lot of cards, dear. Oh. And I'm like, Damn. <laughs> what an absolute dunk by Ian McKellen. <laughs> I was like, I feel you, man. I'm yeah. so appreciative of you now. In fact, I'm going to take my teary-eyed mum away from you now. <laughs> it was very one. funny. What That's about you, Riles? Have you ever met any big boys? I don't think big so. girls? I don't think so. Well, like, we've met. You've met. We've met you. Yeah, you've met yourself. You've met yourself. What is your? I think, uh, and you don't have to have an answer to this question. However. Going into night art and doing the the it's three years, yeah, the actor. Yeah, course. three years. Uh, what's your what's your goal coming out of that? I mean, obviously you can't see into the future three years from now, yeah. but but going into this, what do you want to achieve? Um, I. <laughs> Sorry, Zane just eyeballed me. <laughs> He's having a giggle over there. Me and James trying to interview. Um, yeah, we're trying to have an interview here. Trying Zane. to have an interview, Zane. You wouldn't understand. It's called a podcast. It's called a uh, podcast. You. <laughs> Um, Please. I don't. I don't know. I. I want to. I want to learn. I want to like. Um, I know it's going to be tough to like. The three years is going to be super intense. Sure. Um, when I come out of it, I'd obviously like to be able to get work. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Obviously. One would hope. Well, I that, think that's that's in in terms of a dream. That's a yeah. dream. Certainly. Um, Steady work in the acting industry is a is a is a far fetched dream. Hard itself. to come yeah. by. Yeah. In terms of like. If I was to aim higher, be like, you know, big dream. We've well, sure. already been in um, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe just slightly more featured in that. Slightly yeah, more yeah. Maybe I a can speaking tell which role. one's you. Like, I can tell if- which one of the masked dudes is you <laughs> attacking Chris Hemsworth. Thanks, man. That's all right, man. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, ideally, yeah, um, I'd love to be able to like bounce around theater, film, and TV. Like, Love that, yeah. Because everybody would, and yeah, like, yeah. Um, like I, I, 
someone who is pretty current at the moment who I'm sort of a fan of is Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, yeah. and, sure. and like yep. that is a massive, massive thing to shoot for. But like, he still does all his theater. Like, he did Hamlet, did that hugely successful Best run of Hamlet. Shakespeare production um, I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Far out. Um, obviously, didn't come and see our Hamlet at the Queensland Shakespeare yeah, Ensemble. Yeah, did you see QSC's Hamlet? Um, did you, James? I did not. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's one of the fun. things I think I think I find most in, like, and this 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 whole episode is really just me and James just going, oh, our friend's leaving soon. Let's heap love upon him. Yes. But <laughs> I think one of the most impressive things about Riley is that you just like I did I did a three year drama degree at QUT and I'm like good I know everything I, yeah. I don't obviously like but I'm like the learning part of my I have done a significant amount of learning I now sure. want to start and put that into practice where yeah. um and like I might not be I might not be in a qualified position to put that into practice but I do just tend to fling myself into into shit and fall into gigs yeah um but Riley you you are continuously honing your craft and and learning yeah like you uh like right after we did anzac bickies i remember you 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 were studying to become a pilot at the time and you have your pilot's license which is something that we oh, never yeah. like yeah. mentioned riley does have his pilot's oh, license, pilot's license which pilot's he put himself license, through yeah. which is like insane it's crazy um but you're like you went into acting lessons with um with gareth harris you've done stuff yeah. with um hugh parker who's a great brisbane actor yeah. he's, pro- he's probably um, my celebrity guy that i've met yeah yeah well i've I, i've met luke i work with lucas stibbard quite a yeah. lot no, these are just big brisbane theater names <laughs> yeah. I, look at o'leary look at I these names with david with... burton so oh. uh, and claire christian yeah look at these names we're dropping figures. Bridget Boyle, David McGarrity. David McGarrett. Um, Make it no, work. And then, like, yeah, you did classes. You did QSE, which is, like, a massive learning thing. Yeah. Um, but, boy loves which I, so I think that's really impressive. But speaking of QSE... Yo. Um, and we'll... I, I think... We'll, 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 we'll have a couple more questions, but I think this we'll start to wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you've said y- Bond. Big dream, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that'd be nice. Favourite Shakespeare. Ooh. Favourite Shakespeare play... Favorite Shakespeare character? role you would want would to play? Fucking love to do Macbeth. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you would be such a good Macbeth. I mean, fucking hell. Any any of them, like um, they're all so fucking yeah, good. I mean, it's tricky to pick. Um, Henry, I have I have um, an affinity for um, Henry the Fifth. Yeah. Um, so his whole arc, so mm. going mm. from Prince Harry. Um, I would I would love to do love to do that. I know um, there's a Globe uh, Shakespeare's Globe production where they did um, Henry the Fourth with Jamie Parker. Yeah, um, who played um, Harry Potter in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Oh, true. He did. Okay. Yeah, uh, yep, he did. yeah. In the um, original production of that. Yeah, just a little fun uh, fact. Huh. I see it. Jamie Parker um, does Prince Hal in uh, Henry Fourth, and then. Goes on to play him in Henry V as well. That's in really the same cool. season. That's really cool. Oh, nice. And like doing something like that would be a lot yeah. of fun to like have that big transformative arc. Yeah, yeah. far um, out. But yeah, I've just always kind of had a thing for Henry V. Like my first ever audition for NIDA was in 2015. Um, yeah. I auditioned with Once More Onto the Breach. Nice. Um, well, nice. the first time I ever met Riley, he did a monologue from Measure for Measure, um, which. <laughs> In my thank you, in my thank you speech at the uh, at the opening night of when the rain stops falling, yeah. I incorrectly said Othello. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you uh, that. So anywho, close. Like, yeah. Anyway, it was measure for measure. Um, 
And I was like, that guy, that guy's, that guy's fucking cool. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, and he never acted before. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I'd done like you'd done a couple things, stuff. but like, yeah. you'd gone away for a bit and then you come back. Yeah, and that look at you there. So I felt like I was seeing like this, like this really cool thing happen. But um, talk about an arc. This James, what's the, your favorite Shakespeare play? Ooh, I really I like Twelfth Night. Twelfth yeah. Night's fun. Quite like Twelfth Night. Um, I like uh, Much Ado. What about tragedy? Favorite tragedy? <laughs> your man Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, good tragedy. Not off the top of my head. I can't. I I I need to dive more into Shakespeare. I think. Yeah. Uh, I like I like Macbeth. A classic. classic. It's hard to go wrong with Macbeth. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite Shakespeare of all time is uh, Julius Caesar. Oh, nice. Julius Caesar. I just, I love it so much. And Mark, Ma, uh, Anthony Cleopatra, I think is also yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also but my favorite comedy is probably Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, Much Ado is very good. Um, all right. Here's my final question. Please. What is, we'll keep with the Shakespeare theme, but what is your party Shakespeare? What can you just whip out? I can just go. If, if everyone just was like, all right, we're going to go around the room, Ooh, we're all going to yeah. do Shakespeare. Um, like what is your party Shakespeare? I don't know if I've got a party one, but I, um, what I was saying before, when the first night- We're I really would, cool, by the way. At our oh, parties, yeah. we do Shakespeare. Yeah. The, f- the first- <laughs> Others do um, hard drugs, but I, we I, do Shakespeare. I remember being really drunk um, in t- 2016. I remember being yeah. super drunk um, at a party and one of my mates was like, so how are you going for auditions? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, do you want to do your monologues? And I was like, yeah, all right. Um, yeah. And I did- um, fucking one of the one of the ones from Romeo and Juliet, and I can't even remember the character's name at the moment because I'm woeful. Mercutio. Um, yeah, the big like skits out LSD. About, uh, the, it, no, not Tibble. No, it'd be, it would be Mercutio. It's the one where he's going on about Lady. Yeah, yeah. Lady Zim or yeah, yeah, mm. that one. Mm. Queen Mab, thank you. Queen Mab, yeah, thank yeah. You. Um, but yeah, did that while I was super drunk. But I think at the moment, um, I auditioned for Whopper as well as Nida. Yeah, and they said no. <laughs> um, um, but for them, I did um, the St. Crispin's Day speech, also from King Henry. Huh. Um, and so I think that's probably my go-to, yeah. my go-to piece at the moment. Yeah. How about you, James? What's your party, Shakespeare? Uh, Sonnet One Sixteen. I uh, just do. It's just fun. It's about love. Give us a little taste. Uh, let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediment. Love is not love which alters when it alterations finds, not be- nor bends with the remover to remove. Uh, oh, no, it is an ever-fixed mark which looks on tempests and is never shaken. Beautiful. And on and on. How I about did, yourself? I did that for QSE. Did you? Yeah. Ah. At the training at the start of the year, I yeah. did that one. It's a good one. It's a great one. One of my faves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Curtis? Uh, my party Shakespeare is um, one of Brutus's monologues to the, the fellow conspirators in... Um, in Julius Caesar, mm. where he's like, our course will be too bloody, Caius Cassius. Let us not be like wrathful, like ha- like hack the neck and like wrath and death and envy afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let us let us be uh, let us serve him as a dish fit for gods, not a not meat fit for hounds. And yeah. he's like, as for Mark Antony, think not of him, for he can do uh, for he can do as little as Caesar's head when uh, Caesar's arm when Caesar's head is cut off. Hmm. Yeah, it's just a really, it's just a really like it shows Brutus's like calculation and like, but he's also his misjudgment and underestimate, underestimate, under s. Oh Jesus, I'm having a stroke. Underestimate. underestimate. There it is. Really brings the life to the party. Is that even? Is that a word? Underestimation. Yeah, yeah that's a because you are. It's my estimation. Sure, it's my not? underestimation. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but that's fun. That or um, Mark Antony's speech later on, where yeah. he's like, and Brutus is an honourable man. 
That's oh, such yeah, a great that's speech. A that's a good one. That's a good one. I saw, the, okay, I saw you posted on Facebook the Damien Damien Lewis one. Beautiful. Damien Lewis do, does that speech perfectly because yeah. this is the hill I die on. Okay, here we go. Never yell that monologue. Yeah, you were the, saying the, this. The, on the most rookie mistake with that monologue is to is to yeah and and with any like rarely just rarely just like yell Shakespeare. Yeah, just there, it, rarely is it just like anger the entire way through. Exactly, like the um, nuance. This one and this one, um, I see so many people. You could like, easily because he's a military commander. Yeah, um, people are like he's loud, he's brash, but no, he's much more. He recognizes he's the underdog in this situation. Yes. And he's playing the crowd. Yeah. And he's going like uh, Brutus and Cassius and that lot. They killed Caesar. But he said, but of course we know Brutus is an honorable man. For he continues to say so. Yeah. And it's like, very, it's, it's almost tongue in cheek. It's, it is. It's almost, it's, it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from Shakespeare. Cause I, I feel we've, you know, we've gone down there's, the Shakespeare a, certain, there's a section of our audience who is just tuned out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess to, to sort of start to wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, Riley McNamara, uh, obviously, uh, thank you for the past year. Uh, here on the program. Uh, Thank you for past an honor to have you. Many years of friendship. Many years of friendship. What what is I think and this will be my favorite final question. What's your favorite not just article but what's your favorite moment from this podcast? Oh. Could be an episode, could be That's a big, It is a big question. A big is it one. the mammoth amount of words you fucked up the pronunciation for? <laughs> Look, I have enjoyed hurting people's feelings about their names. Um, <laughs> yes. I have butchered a lot of names this season um, and probably in any other season that I do. If, if, I, if I come in for a phone interview or something like that. Oh, there will always uh, be a space for McNamara on unfeatured articles. Uh, I, could come and, I could come and mess up some more names. I could yeah. do it. Would love that. Um, I don't know. I can't pick a moment. It's, it's, all been, it's all been a heap of fun. Yeah. It's all been a crap load of fun. What's your favorite article then, you reckon? Um... Is it Rainbow Bridge? No, it's not Rainbow Bridge. Really? Yeah, it's Rainbow Bridge was a good article. Yeah, it was um, a very good article. Um, I I think the Greenwich Time Lady is yeah, my favorite. I I really like. The I like the Greenwich Time Lady. I said this in the season one finale. You guys have such a love for the Greenwich Time Lady. It's that such I just a don't share. weird thing. I love it. There was a reason why I passed by the article. I was like, nah, not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but hey, if I'd only done it, maybe I I'd be the one going off to NIDA. <laughs> yeah, that's, Maybe. Probably, that's probably how that works. Yeah. yeah, they they said that they were a big fan of this podcast. Oh, I would bit, imagine uh, so. Hugo's gonna, on it. Hugo's gonna, listening in. Someone asked me when I when I told them that Riley was going to NIDA, um, Do I think the podcast had anything to do with that? And I'm like, I I literally scoffed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Who said that? <laughs> no, no, I can't remember honestly. But yeah. I was like, fucking no. Yes, uh, um, but, but we love our podcast. Yeah, we love our podcast. But most too. of all, we love this each has other. been this has been great. And 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 you've contributed so much to what this podcast is. Yeah, we cannot be. You know, we can't thank you enough for what you've what you've contributed. Absolutely not. Thank you for having me. It's been yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'd do it again in a heartbeat. And from this day forth, the logo is going to have a slight watermark of your face over it. Yes. <laughs> and it'll get like more and more and less like more and more like vivid every yeah, episode. Every, every just, episode. Just take out all the blue from behind yeah, it and yeah, just put yeah. my face and, and it's just, just big red like cross out of my face. <laughs> uh, so yeah, moving forward, I guess. Uh, to next season. To next season, yeah. we will have a new host. 
uh, at least one new host. At least one new host. In, we're talking in, to a couple of people at the moment. Yeah, um, uh, we're weighing up our options. Weighing up our options. I, I, it's a, I it's a say, highly yeah, crucial vetting process. We're getting in the resumes at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, but no, we we will you know come back with you with with someone more, more wacky articles. Yeah, it's going to be season two will be much the same as season one. Uh, maybe with some we more. We think. We yeah. don't know. We don't know. It <laughs> it's might an be, ever-changing beast on featured articles. We might take on a bit of the, the looser structure of, of the stuff that we've done uh, in this mid-season arc because I've enjoyed it. I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this. this. I've enjoyed I was about to say, I've enjoyed this where we're just sitting around. This, is our, this is our beach episode, man. This is. This is great. I love it. Um, but I guess uh, that's that's about all we have to really say. I think so. Uh my name is James Keogh. My name is Curtis Lang. And I'm Riley McNamara. Our theme song, which we did not use this episode, is Purgatorian Friends. Uh, we did use a jazz theme, uh, which presumably uh, is not worth it's mentioning. Royalty. <laughs> it's royalty <laughs> free. Uh, slash Whoever the, made it, good on you. Good on you. Uh, but till <laughs> next time. done a solid. Riley, do you, have a, do you have a, like a, actually, Riley, do you want to take it this time? Uh, I would. All right. Would. Be well, till nice. next time. Browse responsibly. Okay, so you find yourself in a rustic tavern. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy looking bartender. And uh, I will to crime. What? I will to crime. Or crime, I'm proficient, I assist. Sweet, I will to crime with advantage. Okay, all right. What crime exactly are you committing? Uh, to steal the hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back. <laughs> Laura Disorder is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where the worst kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. It's a whole thing. We're not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at thatsnotcanonproductions.com or find Laura Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.